Hello everyone and welcome to that one time we read manga where still three friends decide to read manga together and share our thoughts on it. My name is Tim and a fun fact for me this week on target as always. According to Wikizilla, humans are in fact capable of becoming kaiju. Uh, they are often referred to as kaijin, which can translate to monster people. I, I, okay. Uh, I need to learn more about that. Um... Hi everybody, my name is John, and I am staring at my most recent Amazon purchase, and if you didn't know, for the off for the workplace, uh, you can buy a box of a thousand sporks for less than $20 on Amazon. Um, it's, a, it's a good idea. Ooh, I might need that, actually. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually a rather heavy box, uh, and I'm surprised it's only $20 for a thousand of them, but... It's it's cool. Okay. Well, I guess my fun fact is that if you have to snap... Wait, who are you? Oh my god, I'm Nate. Okay. Woo! I was scared for a second. (laughs) I I lost myself for a second. I didn't know if I was Randy Savage because my fun fact is about Randy Savage. Ooh. So if you if you buy a Slim Jim. Make sure you get the savage flavor because, ooh, brother, that's the best flavor you can get. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> uh, what? What the fuck? Nate's already in character. I can't wait. Listen, if we talk about Amazon purchases, I I purchased a box of 120 small slim jims, and it was thirty dollars. Woo! <laughs> oh, they are gonna be gone by the weekend. Heart. Burn. <laughs> burn, baby. <laughs> Calorically, that seems like a really good deal. Oh, yes. Yeah, everything <laughs> seems good. And, of course, we are once again without our bald-headed beauty, Duncan, who is still gallivanting somewhere in Europe. I think Italy was the last place we heard from him. Uh, his fun fact is apparently pertaining to John's fun fact from our, I believe, our JoJo episode, which is the gas station slash supermarket Bucky's, which is far superior to both Wawa and Sheets, was founded in 1982 and currently serves seven southern states. Seven southern states, say that ten times fast. Over 58 locations. Get the brisket; it's totally worth it. He says. So, oh, it is. He's, decla- he's declaring war on Sheets, <laughs> but it's not fair because I've never been to one, and they don't come any more north than I think Tennessee is the most northern one right now. Give it some time. Bucky's is taking over. I, I can't wait. And it was I just good. Oh no, my bad. I, I was just gonna say I bet that brisket still comes in a frozen bag like the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> I it, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we just got sheets over probably the last five years. Uh, there's a bunch of sheets that have been popping up around where I live, um, and I've been really excited about that. But uh, the fact that Bucky's is moving north uh, th- that's that's more exciting than Walmart going out of business. That is pretty exciting. Bucky's is the new Walmart. Hopefully not nearly as corrupt. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, gentlemen, this week we read Kaiju number eight again, chapters 21 through 40, I believe. Nate, this one was your suggestion. So do you have a little TLDR for us? Yes, I do. Certainly not at the last minute. No, Uh, no, that would be that would be irresponsible of you. Unprofessional. (laughs) 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 So. Here we have Kafka gets promoted to officer, but soon after that, he outs himself as being Kaiju number eight. So everyone knows now he's apprehended. Um, meanwhile, we find out that Kaiju number nine is a face swapping Kaiju because they're trying to find him, but he keeps changing his face. Um, so while Kafka is head held in captivity he's uh he is deemed worthy as a tool instead of being turned into a weapon like some other kaiju but that's only after he fights kikaru's father who has we'll talk about it but he has another kaiju as a weapon that's nuts and uh yeah he is then transferred to division one along with kikaru which is supposed to be the strongest division um we also we do meet First Division's captain, too. But that's oh, all yeah. we got. And he's yeah, a nice nerd. Little, nice little TLDR. Dude, the First Division captain reminds me of me. 
Um, I'm not nearly as as strong as him, but like, you know, oh, people are coming over? Ah, I'm just going to play my games and sit in the dark until they get here. (laughs) I I do like that that one guy kicks his ass a little bit. (laughs) His his vice captain just... (laughs) Yeah, his his vice captain's funny. He yells at him all the time. Oh, man. Yeah, and honestly, so Kikaru's father is the director general of the entire Defense Force, right? Or is he part um, of the leadership of the entire Defense Force? Yeah, I think the title was director uh, director general. Um, either way, uh, if he's not, like, the important guy, he's one of the one of them. Yeah. Um, he, might be yeah. One of the, he might be one of this world's five elders. Call ah, callback to last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely not uh, ten minutes ago. Um, no, fuck that. We don't. We record these at once. Ever? Yep. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, gentlemen, it's it's one of those weird things where the TLDR kind of covers everything. Like, there's details, and we're gonna gush about those details as we go. But the TLDR does cover just pretty much everything that happened. It wasn't a super chunky bit that we went through now granted we're not doing arcs like in some of our other ones where we're familiar with like where arcs start and end um like in our one piece or anything but um i think we did i think we did pretty well because you guys remember the the, there's like flavor text that says like end of episode five kafka is captured or something like that right do you guys remember seeing that yeah Yeah, we actually ended on uh we ended the la- latest episode i believe next is episode five where we finished episode five so we actually finished an arc uh luckily okay you just kind of lucked into that yeah yeah but completely by accident yeah i, I think the the structure has worked out really good for our 20 chapter selections because it, it does feel like there is kind of a stopping point uh every time we record one of these out of the two times that we've done it um but I mean, yeah. it, it, I don't know. I, I I think there's not like too many cliffhangers that happen in this manga. Maybe that's exactly it. I don't know. Um, yeah, and I, I go ahead. There may not be like solid cliffhangers, but I will say it is really hard to put this manga down. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to find out what happens next. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. one definitely gets in your head. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't want anything we said up front because I know Tim said that uh the TLDR kind of covered everything. Um but that doesn't mean that there's not much to cover. Uh, like it, it's no, just like no. this I think this manga does a really good job at being like very straightforward as far as storytelling goes. Um like there's not too much hidden information going on, at least not that we know of. Um, and there's not a lack of context. It just simply goes. It goes and it goes smoothly. Um, it was easy to summarize everything that happened on this, but that's not like a bad thing. Like it, I think everybody is still enjoying it just as much as I'm enjoying it. Yeah, there was there was maybe only a couple of times where we're in like the in between phases. So first, you know, real big thing that happens. Kafka gets promoted to general officer. He's no longer just a cadet, which, yay! You know, big, big, big hurrah. Um, and then, like, a bunch of characters have, like, conversations about it, and it was... And then the next big thing happens, which is the, the air raid on the Tachikawa base. Um, and they get through that, and then a bunch of characters have conversations about it. And I think it was in those lulls of just, like, conversations with the side characters that maybe kind of took me out of it a little bit because the big moments were big and they were fun and they were important but then it would it would be for me and i'm not saying this is totally a bad thing but for me like laying in bed at night trying to read you know through some chapters it was those lulls of conversation with the side characters that i would start to fall asleep (laughs) and, and have to put it down um maybe it's just the time of night i was doing this at but i definitely felt like those were you know those were definitely the valleys of this manga so far. While the the heights are high, they are exciting and awesome looking and just really cool. It's those conversations that get me a little bit out of it. I think I'm going to uh, make a comparison here. That I, now I, I haven't watched or read a lot of this, but uh, it's in in my eye, it's similar to Gundam. Where, like, those robot fights are nuts. Like, Gundam battles yeah. are really cool. But then you have, like, the 
you know, talking between characters, character building, and the political stuff that sometimes gets a little, like, lulled into. And it's a little, like, slogging yeah. through it a bit. But, um, oh yeah, the big parts are awesome. Yeah, I'd even go as far as to compare it to Dragon Ball Z, where it's like, oh yeah, you know, the big Saiyan fights against the villains and Super Saiyans and energy beams, those are awesome. And then you have, like, you know... Yamcha and Krillin on the ground watching everything and they're talking about it and I'm like I don't care what they think show me what's happening like um that that was kind of the vibe I started to get again not that I'm saying that this is this kills this manga for me I'm still having a great time with it it was just if I had to nitpick something it would be that that would be the only thing is that there's a lot of conversation and I know it's necessary but there's a lot of conversation about about with side characters that I'm like yeah okay you guys are just motivated move on like talk about something else <laughs> well since we're making comparisons so here's my two cents uh comparison asked, i don't care um <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's comparable in a completely different aspect to uh tokyo ghoul because they used the bodies of their dead enemies to make weapons to kill more dead enemies um, ah. That was very Tokyo Ghoulish. Yes. Exactly, yeah. and there's also yeah. hybrids, but and there's a lot of hybrids. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, come on, that's metal as shit. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm gonna kill you so I can use you to kill more of you. Yeah. So while we're on that topic, there is something I noticed that I know is gonna get called back to. Um, there was a weapon they said is in cold storage, and it was from Kaiju Number Six, and they I said it's just that. not. It's not compatible with anyone. And I'm like, I want to know what that is. I can't wait to find out who it's compatible with. I'm with Tim on that. Oh, okay. Guesses. Who's it going to be compatible with? It has to be Kafka. Yep. Mm. (laughs) He's the main tag. Is it going to be Kafka or Kikaru? I I don't think it's going to be Kikaru either. I think it's... Oh, man. I'm blanking out on his name. Um... Kafka's, Kafka's buddy. Oh. oh, um, it is Reno. Reno. Yeah, I I think that uh, I think Reno. My second's a good guess. My second guess would have been Mina because all Kafka wants to do is fight, like fight by her side. So yeah, I was thinking. Not, I, don't know. I feel like it won't be Mina, and I I see why it probably won't be Kikaru either because Mina already outputs at ninety six percent combat power, which is intent. Like they say, it's impossible. And Kikaru's already outputting at like eighty five percent at sixteen, so or eighteen or however old she is, doesn't matter. But um, she's very young and she's putting out that much combat power. So yeah, they don't need the power boost. I see where Nate's coming from. It seems like Reno's getting set up for like a plateau of power. Like he's not going to advance anymore, and then he's going to somehow stumble into Kaiju Number Six's cool storage and be immediately compatible. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, there's an argument for almost any of the like big characters on that. I mean, because I, it, it, like, I don't know. I, it could be Reno because of that. Um, but also, there's a possibility in my mind that Reno becomes more and more irrelevant as we go on. I, he might not, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I think if we have, I think if we have Mina at ninety six percent, and I mean, there's four percent there. Like, obviously, Mina is a big part of the story, and she's still, I think at this point, she's the third most powerful, uh, what are they called? Uh, the, the, the Defense uh, Force? Defense Force, yeah. She's the third most powerful that we've seen so far. Um, and for the longest time, she was the first. So, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be her. But I'm it's funny because I feel like as we go on, Mina's going to be more and more irrelevant. Like, yeah, she comes in and swoops in and saves the day. But, like, now that Kafka has, you know, permission to use his kaiju powers whenever, his kaiju output is, I mean, he's almost at 100% combat power when he's in kaiju form or more. Only know? then, though. Yeah. yeah. Only then. But that's, you know, that's the whole reason they even want him in the first division in the first place. Like, they don't care about Kafka. They care about him using his kaiju powers to help fight more kaiju. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I, I think there was a lot of good storytelling in that regard, though. Because, honestly, like, with all the things that we've read and watched, I didn't actually expect it to work out the way that it did. Uh, I kind of expected it to be like a runaway story where like, 
uh, he's defending his life and he ends up getting away and now he has to help everybody from the shadows. Um, I didn't actually expect it to come to the conclusion of like, all right, so we still don't exactly like you, but we're going to use you. Yeah, I, and it's nice because, and I think this is something, uh, Duncan bolded this and wanted me to make sure I talked about it, but the air raid of Tachikawa uh, base is probably what pushed them to make that decision because they even said um, that the kaiju that ended up attacking are not pack kaiju. They don't work together. But these ones were. Kaiju they've never seen work together. They're lone. They're loners, right? They were coordinated. They were working together. They were just using distractions. I, I'll read Duncan's uh, note verbatim. Before this, all the kaiju attacks were seemingly random and the sudden switch to an organized specific attack on a target is terrifying, especially if I were to live in that world. The kaiju hit multiple targets at once, splitting up the defense force and then exploiting the smaller groups. They even performed a perfect 90-degree ambush and flanking maneuver. It was perfectly executed and would probably have been successful if Mita had not shown up. Also, the Dai Kaiju gives off evil evil Goku vibes, which, you know, whatever. But he's right. Like, if I lived in this world and monsters just kind of randomly appeared, it's like, ah, they're more of a nuisance. Like, they're dangerous, of course, but eh, the defense force can handle it. And then the sudden switch to, no, they're targeting specific places and they're working together and they're learning, like, tactics, I'd be, I'd fucking run. I would leave the country. I'm like, no, I'm out of here, man. This is, <laughs> I ain't doing this. Yeah. Because then it switches to, like, an environmental nuisance to all of a sudden it's, like, <laughs> war, essentially? Yeah, it's like a war, yeah. And, yeah, so I think that incident really scared those people enough to say, look, if we have a kaiju that we can control in Kafka, then we better use them. Because they also have humanoid kaiju who are fighting against us, and he actually wants to help us. So we shouldn't turn him away or kill him. Because because um, then we're screwed, basically, is my thinking there. My yeah. thinking of their thinking. I, yeah, I think it is the most sensible option. Um, I, I, I definitely just didn't expect that. But uh, that's they, they did make some... Uh, and I was, I was thinking to myself, I was like, they have a real like, common sense approach to it, uh, even though it didn't seem like it at first. Like, the, the defense force... Like, the big wigs up there, they or at least the one guy, uh, he was thinking at it very logically. Um, because at, they did make a note at uh, later on that, like, in all of Japan, and Japan has quite a lot of people, um, they only have 30 uh, Defense Force uh, officers that are at the level to where they can fight a Daikaiju. Um, and then only, he said, I think, what was it, like 10 or 20, uh, only like a fraction of those people can fight one one-on-one. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, Hoshino was not supposed to be one of those ones. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I mean, when you're talking 30 versus something that's like a daily occurrence, well, Daikaiju aren't, but, I mean, it's getting more and more. Uh, yeah, I mean, one body is a lot when it comes to only having 30 people that are worth a shit in a fight on against them. Yeah. Imagine, mm-hmm. o- imagine only having 30 people that were actually allowed to hold rifles in America's military, and it's like, ooh, that's not a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Re- real interesting on the, uh, I mean, uh, like... I guess world building as a whole, like it did, it did provide a lot more context, uh, during this, we'll call it arc, um, a lot more context as to like what the world actually looks like and where it's heading. Um, obviously we've talked about it before, but like this one, this is a manga in progress. We're at like 80 something chapters as far as like chapters that have been written. Um, we can almost guarantee that we're going to continue to cover it, but we don't want to cover it too, too often because we don't want to go with like a really big gap in between episodes. Um, but I mean, I'm really interested to see like what this looks like on the world scale, because obviously like the Kaiju are, uh, there is some force on the Kaiju level, like that's kind of controlling shots. And I don't know if it's Kaiju number nine, um, or if it's, like, something beyond that. Uh, I mean, just... They said, like... what What's the span been? Like, 20 years? Like, 20, 30 years that they've been fighting the numbered kaiju? 
Like in yeah, all that, like that, yeah, in, in all that time, there's only been ten numbered kaiju, and exactly is number eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, three of them have been, the three of them have been in like since we started reading. So I guess in the last couple of years. I mean, within the last year, it seems like I don't feel like there's been. I mean, there's there's been like months of a time skip, but there hasn't been like years of a time skip. I don't think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So it's at least been at least a year or two, I'll say. Um, and yeah, to have like okay, so all the way up until about twenty years ago, we've only had six numbered kaiju, and then in the last two years, there's been three, and they're all humanoid. Yeah, like one of them's a person, the other one's a, a shapeshifter humanoid, and then this, the one that shows up with the assault on Tachikawa Base is a humanoid. Um, they, they numbered him right. He was kaiju number ten. Uh yeah, I think that's yeah. that's yeah, I yeah that's ten. Um, I have a theory. I and uh, I think that that's I don't know whether it's a person or whether it's another like intelligent kaiju, but I think something is making these like humanoid kaiju. And I think yeah. like I think it's been tests up until now, and then there'll be like an actual like like group. Of ones that aren't just tests. That's my theory. Yeah, hmm. yeah that that makes sense to me. I, I think I still feel like Kaiju Number Nine is, if not the leader, he's high up there. Like he is not a test. He is a one hundred percent bona fide. You are going to go out there and you're going to destroy the defense force. Yeah, it seems like he actually has like a a plot, but I, I feel like his plot isn't the plot. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I there's there's something. So he might not even be part of the group, right? He's just out there doing his own thing. I mean, he might have a mission, but yeah, I don't know if it's like... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just a theory. Yeah. yeah. A manga theory. A manga theory. Yeah. <laughs> I could definitely see that. I mean, we're we're 40 chapters in. We've encountered a few Daikaiju. Um, and of those ones, like he is the most important. But if storytelling... Uh, experience has told me anything. I do think that he's not the big one. Uh, I I definitely think there's something else going on. Um, yeah, and we still don't know what the rest of the world looks like because they did mention another country experimenting with what they say, like humanoid, uh, like or or uh, cell, uh, like kaiju cell, uh, the, like cell manipulation. Yeah, manipulation or something. And I can only believe that that's one of two countries, and that's either America or North Korea. Um, and <laughs> not to say that we're the same, but we're <laughs> we're the opposites of a spectrum. And I think right. one of those two countries is the one that's doing it. You know, most people probably would have said Russia or China or something like that. But yeah, no, you're absolutely yeah, you're probably right still. Yeah, uh, certainly a spectrum. Yeah, uh, but but I mean, on the world scale, I do wonder what's going on in the rest of the world during this because now they have mentioned another country. So like, uh, and they did mention that uh, that Japan is like a kind of a hotbed for kaiju, um, but it is happening on the global scale. So that's very neat. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm excited to see just how many more. If if Japan's the only one with the numbered kaiju scale, like, okay, fine, there's been 10 numbered kaiju in 30 years, but is that only in Japan, or is that in the world? And if it's in the world, how do they know? <laughs> like, well, I guess it would be, you know, pretty big deal if they're all connected and stuff like that, but, like, okay, yeah, Japan's had 10 numbered kaiju in 30 years, meanwhile, Canada's had, like, 47, but <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody pays attention to Canada. <laughs> Canada's a hotbed for kaiju. Yeah, like, I don't know. They're all nice, or they're all uh, numbered in Canada because Canada doesn't deal with uh, people being rude well. Um, So any kaiju that's mean, they number them. (laughs) Because they're so polite. I see. I see. Well, damn, dunk on Canada. Um. (laughs) Uh, Let's... I know we're just jumping around here a little bit, but can we talk about the fact that we met Godzilla in, in this one? Ah, uh, yes, yes, I mentioned that. Yes, <laughs> I, that was totally Godzilla. That was that was Godzilla was that? all day. Was that yeah, number I, two? Is that who it was, or was it? 
No, I, that I think it was. I think it was Kaiju number two. Was that I, was that a flashback? Yeah. Yeah, it was a flashback. Oh, uh, okay. I. It, right. Wait. Hold on. Are you sure? I, I thought they were. I thought that was uh, just a a number one. It wasn't a Daikaiju. It was something else that they were fighting. I might be wrong there, but. The kaiju. I didn't think that was a flashback. I I think that was a current event thing because that was. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. It was right after uh, the captain of Division Force One tells Kikaru, he says, "I'm going to let you observe and take notes from the best seat in the house." And then. Oh yeah, smash and he's... cut to Godzilla in the thing. It's and then it's the announcement. The kaiju proceeding through Tokyo Bay has currently crossed the first beast embankment. Is heading north. The first division will be tasked with neutralizing it. And he just fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It turns out. Godzilla is not a very powerful kaiju in this world. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was straight up. I just wanted to shout out to Godzilla. Um, Gojira. Because, yeah, Gojira, because yeah, Godzilla has been slain. Everybody, so you can <laughs> you can stop reading. <laughs> yep, yep. Godzilla's dead. No reason to keep on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was a nice little. You know, obviously, you can't have a. Uh, manga about kaiju and not mention you know i i wouldn't be surprised if this if that's only the first of many toho monsters uh that get shown throughout here like we're probably gonna see a king Ghidorah and a mothra and um probably a mecha godzilla at some point <laughs> oh that would be great if we yeah. if we if we meet a mecha daikaiju just like a, like a humanoid mechanoid thing that came from space because that's the only assumption I have, is that they came from space. Sure. I don't know. But, I mean, I guess it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I wanted to talk about real quick about how when Kafka is being tested by the director general to see if he's actually going to be a useful tool, um, he just randomly kind of loses control. And is it... Now, I, my theory was because the kaiju suit that the director... Ca- general was using was just kind of like i guess triggering would be the word that the kaiju inside of kafka it just like triggered him it was like ah we have to kill this thing um because he was so close in power to an actual dai kaiju that his like flight or fight senses kicked in and it chose fight and that's what made him lose control but i'm not i want to hear what you guys thought like what actually made him lose control in the first place I think that raised more questions for me than answers because that I was wondering because so far and I might be wrong here but like he hasn't really lost control at any point like mm-hmm. he's he's remained like he's lost control of his ability to transform but he hasn't like lost his sanity at any point um, so I, I thought that was really interesting that that started to happen and I'm wondering to what scale that's going to continue to happen because that I mean back to what I said earlier like that was like the point where I thought that he was going to have to go on the run because I thought he was going to end up either killing or making an escape because I, he was losing control. And I don't know where that goes from here because I feel like they wouldn't have introduced that if that wasn't going to continue to happen. And on what scale is that going to happen? Because his power rose during that fight. Yeah. I, I, I know they mentioned like he was getting closer to a level 10. Um. So I, I don't exactly know. Like I don't I don't know if like he is actually becoming like a full fledged kaiju, um, or what. I just what what stuck out to me was that in inside his kaiju form, he actually came face to face with the kaiju that infected him, and that's the first time we've seen it up until this point. So yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm still looking for more answers on that. Because who's that controlled by? Obviously, that wasn't like a random happenstance. Um, right, because remember, before it even infected him way back when we first started reading, it said, oh, there you are. And then it jumped in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very much like, uh, to me, it felt like a moment that was tied in with uh, some other favorite anime of ours. It, it's a lot like, you know, you got the Nine Tails in Naruto. You got... Yeah. Um, you got the hollow side and like in Ichigo and Bleach, um, yeah, it it's definitely like that the evil sense on the inside. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's a new one, that one too. Okay. Um, I don't know much about it, but nice. Um, yeah, but uh, 
I think what's interesting that in this one, like you guys said, I want more information. That thing was just like, kill. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, hey, kill it. <laughs> well, that's that's what I think it got like triggered because he's, he's even to the point, like we saw, he's, he's in control most times to the point where he can just transform his hand into kaiju form and punch. Um, but this, for some reason, fighting the director general that kaiju inside of him goes absolutely berserk and just starts screaming kill. Um, and and, Ka- and Kafka can't uh, keep his shit together for some reason. Now, it ultimately does, and he doesn't end up killing him, proves his worth, but it's still like, ooh, not a good showing for our boy <laughs> to uh, absolutely lose his mind in that exact moment. Yeah, that's like the one moment that you shouldn't lose your mind <laughs> when you're trying right. to prove that you're human. Exactly, exactly. So... Yeah, kind of a kind of a strange, strange little occurrence there. But uh, you know, like I said, it does it does kind of work out. Um, yeah, I, it's yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I thought that was probably I thought that was the most entertaining fight on here, uh, like during these chapters that we read. Uh, and it, there was there was there was other really good aspects, but the fact that he was trying to fight back. And also fight back himself, like uh, from actually going berserk. Because I, I believe he could have killed the direct, uh, killed the director. I'm pretty sure he could have. Um, I don't know, man. That dir- director general was using some powerful ass shit. Uh, yeah, and and that was really cool too. Because like, I mean, he's the most powerful one that we've seen so far, as far as like the human uh, people. Um, but I, I, I just. I'm really excited to see that in an animated form. Uh, I don't know if we came to the conclusion that I think it is a uh, anime or it will be, um, but I really, I really want to see these fight scenes like animated. I feel like this is going to be like a top tier anime. I agree. Uh, um, I, I there was another point I wanted to bring up, and I don't remember the Kaiju what number it was. eight anime is set to release in 2024. Fuck yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, it doesn't say when in 24, but as of March 19th, 2023, Kaiju number 8 anime announces 2024 release with new visuals. So, uh, yeah, I guess we got another year to go, but that gives me hope that they are going to take their time and animate this beautifully. Yeah, I I can't wait to see transformations and, like, massive... Like I, I, I want to see when she shoots that gun to hit that kaiju. That <laughs> that build up yes. would probably be awesome. Yeah, yeah. The worst thing they could possibly do is what many anime have done in the past, which is go like three D model. And oh, I would kill somebody if that ended up happening. I no. hope it doesn't. I mean, God Eater was beautiful, but I hope it doesn't get animated like God Eater. Yeah, yeah. No thanks. Um, no, I can already kind of see it though. It's probably going to follow more of like a, you know. Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia kind of animation style. That's just kind of where I'm leaning in. Um, hmm. It's not car- it's not cartoony, but it's like just um, removed enough from true reality that it, you know, you can suspend your disbelief long enough to be like, oh yeah, that, that's totally how human bodies work. I don't know. I I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and say I hope Aniplex does it. Um, I think yeah, Ani- fair enough. I think Aniplex. Aniplex would be really good. Actually, yeah. You know, can I erase what I said and just say, like, make it look like Attack on Titan? Yeah. Make it look like that. Just make it look like that. That That's is Aniplex, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I mean, we read manga. <laughs> yeah, we don't watch anime. <laughs> I will get pictures. I look at pictures. Still images. That's all I get. I just get surprised uh, every time I see a picture move. Um, I. In, <laughs> So I'm, I I'm do want to take the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I have a phobia of movies. This picture's moving. <laughs> get with the times, old man. <laughs> You're gonna get left behind. Uh, uh, good. I, I do remember the point I was gonna make earlier, though. Um, so at first they were making assumptions. I think to make Kafka end up being the bad guy, so that they could exterminate him. Um, but even afterwards, they came to the conclusion, the director did at least, that Kafka has a heart. And it, it's, 
what do they call it? The uh, core. Like, the core, yeah. So he has a core that's disguised as a heart. Um, and I don't know if that's another one of those assumptions for the sake of, like, keeping him on edge. Um, or, like, to keep everybody, like, from freaking out. Or if that's actually true. What do you guys yeah, think like about that? I, I, I've read that, and I thought, okay, there's two possibilities here. One is they're just saying this so they can justify killing him. Or B, they're saying it because his anatomy, the more he uses his kaiju powers, the more his anatomy transforms over to kaiju anatomy. Okay, so a third option I thought of was that he actually well, you is didn't let a Nate kaiju. Answer the question first. <laughs> no. <laughs> Way to ask a question, then let one person. Never mind. Good. Whatever. Fuck you. No, I I thought it was uh I thought it was interesting that they showed the panel with the X ray. And mm. I was like, yeah, that uh, that doesn't look like a normal heart. No. <laughs> no, it does not. It was, See? like, shifted towards the middle. I, I was like, that's uh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely weird. Like I said, I think the more he uses his powers, the more his anatomy changes to kaiju. I think but, John, let's been hear one. what you have to say now that everybody's gotten a turn. Uh, now that everybody's gotten a turn, and just as I predicted, nobody said my assumption, um, right. <laughs> I think he always was a kaiju. I, I I don't know how that fits into the story, but I think he always was. It might be like a... I don't know. Actually, I haven't got that far through Attack on Titan, so I can't make that Wait. comparison. He was Wait, a kaiju um, sleeper agent. Yeah, yeah that. I, but, like, hold on. We, just, we literally just made a joke about this. When the little kaiju finds him in the hospital bed and goes, oh, there you are, and then leaps into his mouth. What if he actually always was a kaiju, ripped that part of, uh, out of him, became a human, lost his memories, thinks he's this, like, depressed fucking person the whole time? I don't know. But it maybe. doesn't explain how him and Mina are actually childhood friends because she knows who he is. I mean, so, maybe it was like a like a birth thing, you know? Like, this is maybe, going <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> yeah, well... And again, that I love that theory, except for the fact that Mina knows who he is from childhood. So, yeah, I don't know. But everything else lines up. We just can't make that last piece fit. I don't know. I don't know. What I do like about this is I kind of I like that we're referencing Attack on Titan because that was that was always a really fun talking point. Like we don't know enough about the story and we could just think anything and i and i love it i i love having yeah. those conversations i love this yeah. podcast we could go anywhere with this yeah exactly it's it's a great time uh and hey at least our podcast has one fan <laughs> <laughs> it's not me either i i hate this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Look, I stopped listening once Duncan left. <laughs> <laughs> it all went downhill after Duncan It all went downhill after Duncan left. These three are just... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Duncan, he had one more bolded point that he wanted me to put out there. Uh, chapters 31 32, which are the um, moments where Kafka exposes himself, says, One of his could be crowned as one of my favorite manga sequences ever all across all manga. Absolutely perfect timing, art in all caps, tension building, and resolution. Kafka potentially sacrificing himself and ended up revealing his kaiju form to everyone to save all of their lives tore me up. Someone get this man a medal. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, he didn't quite get a medal, but he was allowed to live, so... That's, That's pretty good. A lot of <laughs> monster. I mean, let, let's be fair here. A lot of people that get medals aren't alive when they get them. So that is unfortunately he, true. He yeah, doesn't so need a medal. <laughs> doesn't need a medal. He gets a, he gets to live a little bit more. Um, so that's good. <laughs> and isn't that a badge of honor? Isn't that just a badge of honor? Hey, guess what? I'm alive. <laughs> you brag about that. I'd uh, like to I'd like to point out the fact that uh, Kafka, in the form of Kaiju Number Eight, he seems to or at least the artist, seems to take a lot of liberties with his size. Um, like, because at, at first he was like, what, I don't know, like 8, 9, 10 feet. Um, like, kind of just, you know, just way bigger than normal humans, but not that big. Uh, but I'm looking at a panel right now of him uh, with, like, putting the director into a wall, and the director fits into his hand. Like, 
that it's I think he's like his his size is very malleable. I think it probably dic- like is dictated by the situation or something. I mean, that might have been just a an artistry effect, but I I think his size changes based on the situation. Know. The uh, the fandom wiki has him at a strict 181 centimeters. So, um, and what do we what do we say that what is that in uh, American words? I don't, I don't know. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have it I, ready. I don't know. Lickety clack. Sorry, uh, that's all right. Oh yeah. Why did it put it in fucking yards? <laughs> Oh, how many yards is he? 1.7. 1.7 yards. That's how we will scale characters from now on. No, so 181 centimeters is 5 foot 9. What? So he's a very reasonably tall person. Dang it. They got me again. Yeah, well, Nate, what do you want? All right. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, okay? I I want representation. (laughs) <laughs> five foot eight and below crowd five foot seven and below oh shit <laughs> i'm trying to give you an inch man <laughs> I, Take just a mile, will I just want to be honest <laughs> all right well you still Short have- kings <laughs> will rise again <laughs> so you still have you have chopper from one piece he's like four foot three Typical. I get paired in with a four foot three dude. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> they picked him first in dodgeball. <laughs> Cause he was funny. <laughs> oh man. Uh let's see here. Uh, it was really cool to experience more of the uh, defense force internal workings. Um just the different types of leadership. So we only knew like Mina and um Hoshina, the uh you know, the uh, captain, vice captain of what... I forget what division they were. Third division? Uh, yeah, they were third division. Yeah, the yeah. so seeing, like, the first division leadership and how different they are, and then um, the, like, higher-ups and the board. It looked like a board of directors with the director general in the middle there. Uh, kind of cool, kind of gives you, you know, a little bit more of a sense of, like, oh, yeah, there are these, you know... Different personalities out there. I don't know. It's it's it would feel kind of weird if we spent the entire manga with just the third division. Um, but I also wouldn't have been surprised if we spent the entire series with the third division because that's where our heroes are. So yeah, it felt it felt kind of cool. Also, getting to see a little bit of uh, Kikaru and her father, the division general, kind of interaction. Um, like how she said she was saved and he kind of scolds her like well you shouldn't need to be saved you should be the most powerful being out there and it's like Ugh, i don't like that <laughs> i love that i'm not a fan it, it reminds me of those parents who are like what do you mean your hands are cramping keep playing the piano damn it like, <laughs> really walk, strict walk it off kid walk yeah, it off yeah like hey dad i think i got another concussion well too bad you're the star quarterback son get the fuck out there like, yeah. That's how you raise successful children. That's how you raise depressed children. That's sad. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, what did you guys think of the, um, the interaction when Kafka and, uh, that first division leader had? Gen Narumi. Yes. I just know it because I just read his name. Um, um, I kind of typical. He had the same. He almost had the same reaction as Kikaru. Like it was. He was just kind of like towards Kikaru. He's like, I don't need you. Like anything like that, right? Did he have that? He had that reaction with her too. It was like, ah, thanks, but no thanks. I, yeah, I pretty think much. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to read the direct quote from here because I I like I like what he said to him. He says, "I don't care about your emo- your emotions." Your situation, or showing your grit. Show me skills and results. I I kind of like that. Yeah. Um. I mean that that's all that matters. It honestly, like that's. I mean that is why they kept him as a, as like a tool. But I mean seriously, in the situation, as long as you can, 
kick a kaiju's ass. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> right. Yeah, Duncan has that here, too. Narumi is focused solely on skill and doesn't care about manners, professionalism, or appearance, and is a welcome change from more military discipline leaders. Of yes. Yes. Yeah. He, he definitely articulated that better than I could. Thanks, Duncan. Hey, shout out to you, Duncan, from half a world away. Still contributing better than the other three people of this podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> go just, us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I don't know why that caught me off guard. I don't know. I don't know. We all hate Duncan. It doesn't matter. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, okay. Glad he's gone. He being might come back. Being on vacation and stuff while us working class Americans are just struggling to get our podcast recorded. Meanwhile, Nate and I are twiddling our thumbs waiting to go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting to go back to work. Um, yeah, have fun, loser. I know. You fucking uh, drone. So, like... I do want to hit on Gen Narumi. Uh, I'm going to try and commit his name to memory. Um, but the first division leader, if we haven't picked that up yet. Uh, Whoa. Can I, what? I was just that realization. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, did we, did, were we talking this whole time and didn't put that together? Um, yeah. Whoa. So Thank God, I didn't even notice. So, like, <laughs> he, he seems like a familiar character as far as, like, his... Uh, his uh like mannerisms go and stuff like that he also seems like he has a bit of an alter ego so like did you guys notice like how different of a person to even include his hairstyle um when he goes into combat mode yeah he's got like gray hair underneath his dark hair and when he flips it up he turns into like this wild stallion of a person yeah it's i i I see that as an alter ego uh and i also just as i was going through looking for talking points i also realized that we met genarumi before he was actually introduced like as the first division commander yeah so didn't he capture kafka uh so he he was about to kill kafka when he was fighting the director like when they got done with their fighter uh, when their fight yeah, because yeah, okay. it was the big, it was that big weapon. I knew I was like, his weapon looks familiar. Yeah, you're right. You you caught it. I, yeah, yeah. I always miss it. He it was introduced at that point, and I was just scrolling through, and I kind of noticed that like that was him that was holding there, and I'm trying to remember what he said, but he was like, eh, I thought you, I I thought you, it wasn't gonna work out or something, or I thought you were intent on killing him. Um, but yeah, yeah. I. I I feel like he has a lot of potential as a character, especially when it comes to like uh, power scaling goes, or maybe just overall development. I have the exact opposite feeling about him. I feel like they're introducing him, and he's this super powerful guy, and he's like laid back, and he's gonna be, you know, this really cool dude that they're gonna work for. He's gonna die. I feel like he's gonna be like if there was a character that is being set up to be killed off, it's this guy. Can't have it be Reno because he's got too much going on. He's basically a secondary main antagonist. It's not going to be Kafka, obviously. It's not going to be Kikaru. Um, it's going to be either the Director General or Narumi. And it's going to be something reckless. Like, it's going to be, he's like, oh, I got this. You know, guys, take care. You know, get out of here and be safe. And he's going to end up getting himself killed by one of the other humanoid kaiju that come out. Interesting. Um, well, I- I, I do it's think like this one shot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, he might. No, it's all right. We were stumbling there. Um, but yeah, what if he does get one shot? He probably will. That if he dies, I think it will be quick. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it'd be dramatic. It, it might not even happen on screen. It might be one of those things of like, you know, smash cut to Kafka and they're reporting that they need reinforcements and stuff, and so everybody shows up, and it's just going to be Narumi, you know, dead at the feet of a kaiju somewhere. Like I. It's just as soon as I saw him, and especially when he like flipped up the hair and he goes, "Just follow me" or something. I'm like, "This guy's gonna die. This guy is going to die. <laughs> not now. Might not be now. It might not be for a hundred more chapters, but he will die. I that, almost guarantee it." That's a fair point. I mean, it doesn't seem like this is one of those mangas that's gonna end up being like everybody makes it through because of the power of friendship or something. 
Um, I definitely think they're like as we go, it's gonna probably gravitate towards like a really dark uh, storyline. I, I do feel like a lot of people will die, and so far, not really anybody important has died, if I remember right. Um, no, nobody. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 for the sake of power scaling, I do probably see one of the big characters just getting like one shot and being like, yeah, like whatever, whatever kaiju it is, and be like, yeah, that's what I can do. So it's, let's fuck it's around. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, you know, you know, Kafka spends time with the first division, earning the respect of Narumi and vice versa. You know, respecting him all that much, and to the point where they're like really working together, and it's gonna actually mean something when Narumi gets killed. And then that's gonna what push that's gonna be what ends up pushing Kafka over the edge. I almost I can I can almost see it perfect. Oh like I said, man, that sounds so be, perfect. Yeah, it can't be Reno because again he's basically our secondary main character. And maybe if it is Reno, it's gonna be at like you know whenever this manga ever reaches you know three hundred chapters, maybe then. But Narumi definitely like soon, <laughs> soon. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna call it now. That seems like one of those things where he's like, "Well, it looks like you've got skills, kid." Capped. Capped. <laughs> nude. <laughs> <laughs> he got nuned. He got nuned again. <laughs> That's right. What time is it? Yeah, he got nuned. <laughs> he got nuned. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I said, I would love to be wrong because Naruby is a fun little character to kind of you know again get some more scale and uh open up the world a little bit uh introduce some more conflict but at the same time it's a little too perfect <laughs> hmm. too many important characters going on someone's got to go positive yeah too many positive influences going on here we're gonna have to trim those down <laughs> <laughs> and then you know i, I don't know and then eg maybe takes over or eg dies too but I'm just trying to think of someone who would actually mean something. Like if if EG dies or um, Iharu, one of the other like spiky haired officers, like if one of them died, I don't feel like we'd care as much. Like okay, oh boohoo, our friend died, but um, I feel like the audience wouldn't care as much. It's got to mean something. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's probably fair. Uh, well, speaking of people that I think might die. Um, at first, and I'll, I'll start it with this, but like at first, I wasn't really a big fan of him, but I did grow to really, really enjoy him and appreciate his personality. Uh, Vice Captain uh, Hoshino, the sword guy. Yeah, yeah um, I like him. I like. He him. had yeah, he had some fucking development in this in this little arc right here, and I I do feel like he's on the docket for most likely to die list. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, him and him and Narumi are up there. Um, yeah, I loved his backstory, though. They were like, you use swords? What a fucking idiot. You should use a gun. And he's like, I hate guns, for whatever reason. You yeah. can't draw out enough power from guns. But he's amazing with swords, so... It oh, works. yeah. Really good. Uh, he was... like, you should just give up. You should just give up. And he's like, I'm never going to give up. I'm like, yeah, figured. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. like... When I play video games, I'm like, uh, if I could use a melee weapon instead of a gun, I'll totally do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. magic. Oh, uh, well, I do love magic. He grew a lot, though. Uh, I mean, he didn't really grow. We just learned more about him. I mean, <laughs> no, he uh, shot up like three feet in front of our eyes. Yeah, it was crazy. He's, <laughs> he's crazy. A, apparently, based on the scaling here, he's like fucking four foot eight now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the wildest growth spurt I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, oh, he's a fun little guy. Yeah, no, it's fun. Uh, again, it's it's nice to be getting the growth out of these characters, you know, and I look forward to getting more of Mina's backstory. Like, we know some of her backstory, but I want to see Deep Dive. I want to see how it turned her to this jaded, you know, person we see before us. Um, I don't really care that much about Reno's backstory right now, but I'm sure it'll get to it. Uh, probably going to do a little deep dive into Narumi, Narumi right before he's kicks the bucket. Um, <laughs> just solid predictions <laughs> Kikuro I, I feel like we're gonna just kind of get spoon fed her backstory through context most like until it comes time for her to face something on her own and then we're gonna get a lot of flashbacks yeah. to her childhood we'll be going back to the classic childhood trauma that is growing up very very privileged and yeah. and, and <laughs> 
<laughs> and having to go through so many privileged struggles to be even more privileged. Daddy, can I have a hug? Hug the maid, sweetie. It's why I hired her. You can hug me when you've earned it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. What a sad life. Uh, yeah. That does always seem to be the case when it comes to, like, characters the from a very... Yeah, from a very uh, uh, crazy, nice background. They're always like, my trauma is something you would never be able to understand because I could never make Dad happy. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Are you good? (laughs) Yeah, we're great. (laughs) You got something you want to talk about when we turn the microphones off? No, 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 we'll talk about it later. Were you you waiting for one of us to stop you? Yeah, that what happened. Uh, honestly, you know what? That's one of those perfectly timed things where I was like, "Oh, okay." So, uh, my explanation is now turning into a joke. It's, that whiskey hit him just the right point. Just the right, point, right in the middle of that speech. Well, let's clarify. In full transparency, last episode I was drinking whiskey. This episode I'm drinking uh, rum. Oh. oh my! Oh my! Um. That's what I should be drinking, but I don't have any mixers, so then I'm uh, fancy. All right, <laughs> Coke Zero and uh, Bamboo Rum can't go fucking wrong with that. Tastes like vanilla Coke, man. Oh my god, it's so good. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm missing out on on something now, but I'm I, I'm actually once we pack up here, I'm going to a wedding, so I'm gonna be plenty sloshed for the rest of the day. Um, nice. Speaking of getting out of here, anything you guys want to hit that we didn't cover yet before we get to final thoughts? This is <clears> final <throat> thoughts yet. I it, I feel like with uh with the episodes that like we really like, especially with like Kaiju number eight and like uh, Mashal and stuff like that. Uh, I feel like we miss a lot of the big parts because we just so hap- we're just so happy with it. Um, yeah, we need to we need to read something we hate again soon. I know it, it it'll come, but it, it'll it's, happen. Yeah, I, fuck. I I don't know if there was any more key takeaways I wanted to have here. It's just fuck. It it's been it's so good. It's yeah, just so it's good. Fun. Yeah, it is. Um, I um, kind of just what I said before. I I can't wait to read more. I know that we might take a little bit of a break on this because, like you said, there's only eighty chapters out. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't want to cover it all too quick, but. Uh, yeah, I, this is, this is a page turner. I think that's the word I want to use. I, very good storytelling. Yeah. All right. Well then, yeah, we'll, go ahead. Uh, I mean, uh, so you said it's a page turner. The pace is perfect. I think all manga should be like this. Like there's the perfect amount of words on the pages. Like you don't get bogged down trying to read dialogue. You're just kind of going through. Like I read that. I read all these chapters, I believe, within an hour. Like, it didn't take long to read these 20 yeah. chapters. I, and I will definitely say, like, JoJo definitely got bogged down a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, this is very to the point. Like, this is very, like, whenever the characters have something to say, they don't beat around the bush. It's bam, bam, bam. Yeah, even though I said that, like, you know, the, the, the conversations between side characters are kind of the valleys, that doesn't mean they drone on. It's just... I'm. I just want more kaiju fights. That's all I want. Like that's why I'm here. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's probably a me problem. It's not a problem with the actual manga itself. So all right. Well, yeah. If we got nothing else going on, let's let's head around for final thoughts again. I'll read. I'll read Duncan's that he sent in. If you guys wanted to start off. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> pulling it up. <laughs> I thought you had it ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay wow that's great duncan uh glad you could share yeah thanks for sharing yeah you fucking asshole all right yeah um fuck all right so i i obviously i don't like saying so many positive things um but hey if you haven't started read yeah if you haven't started reading this manga like i highly recommend it because this is like the most timely manga that we've read so far like it's actively going and in all reality, we're not that far behind 
as far as like the story goes. Um, I hope it fucking continues. Um, I think there's a lot more that we should learn about Mina uh, because she showed a little bit of uh, humanism in this. And I think that was the last point I was going to bring up. But, I mean, it doesn't require much of a conversation. Um, but, like, she is definitely a person. Um, and she's an important person that I don't think is going to get killed off. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> very 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 last second probably. yeah yeah but i mean fuck like from the action to like the actual story building that it tried to do during these uh 20 chapters i mean i couldn't be more pleased i'm really disappointed that we keep on choosing 20 ups 20 chapters uh but that has to be the way that it's gonna be in order for us to stay relevant yep um my final thoughts are that uh I think some I think some mangaka should take uh take notes. This pacing is amazing. I it's the fact that there's there's an issue that I want resolved and then it's quickly resolved like within the next few pages. Like I and then there's something new and then I get that resolved. It, it's it's so like bam bam bam. But there's still an overarching conflict that it doesn't yeah. seem like one to the next, right? It's like intermittent. Oh. Yes. Yeah, like I I have I have many many questions of course, but it's like the the progress is so straightforward. We don't it, there's not a whole lot of that droning on at all. Um and the art is fantastic, so you want to keep looking at that too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so good. Um, yeah. Duncan's final thoughts. I am in absolute awe of how much emotion this manga pulls out of me. Characters feel human and continue to be interesting. The artwork and story complement one another perfectly like beer and sausages he's in germany so he's got a lot of beer and sausages on his mind um <laughs> you'd be surprised honestly how many times he messaged he mentioned sausages in his notes as a <laughs> <laughs> um, the military details are accurate and add depth to the story i love the progression so far i really want to keep reading i would highly recommend it to anyone regardless if they're into this kind of manga or not i don't know what he means by that 10 out of 10 good shit um good shit Good shit. And yeah, Tim's final thoughts, uh, completely my own, not being read off. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's a kaiju. Said, you know, don't steal. Um, yeah, I, I just, I can only agree with everybody. I, I, I cannot wait um, for more people to read this manga because I would love to talk about it with others. Um, and I know, I know for a fact, if I even mention it once to Chimpo, he's going to already be caught up. <laughs> it's not already. <laughs> um, I love the that that dude reads manga like a like a bullet train. He is just bam 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 like straight through it. Um, so that's probably why I haven't brought it up yet. But either way, I I super love it. It is very fun. It's very interesting. The action is probably my favorite part though. The kaiju fights um, and all the, like the stuff going on just with kaiju, the scaling and all that. That's that's my favorite part of all of it. I know we started off with him not being on the defense force and only seeing like the cleanup crew side of it. I really like that. But now that we're actually into kaiju fights, it's kind of where my heart is now. So <laughs> that's where I'm going to stay. They're yeah. so powerful. They cracked the 10 times reinforced barriers. Whoa. You know, if you just Whoa. say stuff is strong and then it gets cracked, it's like, wow. Well, yeah, <laughs> this is 40,000 tons of titanium and he just punched a hole through it. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love yeah, it. I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, gentlemen, thank you both so much. And everyone else, thank you so much for listening to that one time we read manga. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Like us on Facebook. Leave us reviews on both uh, if you can. Apple iTunes, I think, also has a review system or a star system or something like that. Um, like us on there. Um, John, you have the email. Yes, I do. Uh, I mentioned it last episode, but uh, I'll continue to mention it as much as possible. This will probably be the last time that I actually like say it like this. But feel free to message us uh, your concerns, uh, your reviews, your recommendations, anything you want to that one time I read manga at gmail.com. Um, we've got a little bit of mail so far, uh, but nothing worth reading yet, but... I'll definitely make the recommendation as I see them coming. It's mostly just Viz 
spamming us. Being uh, like, hey, your subscription's ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, well, we got the one from that one guy who was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know your podcast is doing really well on in this specific area. Uh, let me know if you need any business advice. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Who are you? Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this, that guy, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> Message me again. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. All right. Gentlemen, again, thank you all so much. Everyone else, enjoy the rest of your Monday and have a wonderful week ahead. And don't forget to join us next week as we read One Piece again, chapters 237 to 270. Bye. Bye.